Thank you so much for joining in to today's podcast from Caleb Perkins Ministry. We pray that today's podcast will be uplifting and encouraging in your walk with the Lord. Now here's today's podcast. What's going on, everybody? So excited for today's episode. Got me and Josh down in the studio. Hello. Uh, what it is. If, it, if I sound different, it's because I have a cold currently. Why do you have a cold? Uh, well... Uh, it is that season, I guess. I, I don't know. It's not. Uh, it's, I'm not uh, contagious. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have the vid. I don't know if we can say it is on it a podcast. Vid? Is that what I you don't say? Got the vid. Yeah. <laughs> the code dash vid. Yeah. The, oh. Dash nineteen. Well, I don't know. Man. Now they're scrapping it. Yeah. Now they're scrapping uh, the episode. Did, so. Wait. Did you get the Q-tip to touch your brain or no? <laughs> no. No. I've I've had the vid. Tw- I've I've had the vid once and yeah. yeah no. <laughs> Somebody's I, I, gonna listen to this and be like, "What are they talking about?" What's but the then, vid? Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> just just dated ourselves, I guess. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't that sad though that we're in the day and age that you know when it, when anybody even gets like the sniffles or remotely sick, like everybody just jumps to a conclusion right off the bat. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was telling the guy today at work. I said, you know, I said you want to make your day interesting. Uh, go down to Walmart in the meat aisle and start sneezing. Or or coughing. or coughing, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's gonna be there's gonna be one cat there that's gonna be like, is this is yeah. this meat discounted? Be like, now? I think like, we need to social distance. <laughs> yeah. I need that partner to stay away from me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but okay. can you discount that meat though? I mean, yeah, t- it's contagious. I, it's I mean, I should at least get forty percent off. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm willing to take my chances. I just want a discount. I just want a discount. <laughs> I, I still got to touch that uh, cellophane or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, too funny. All right, well, today me and Josh are going to be talking about uh, failure to transition. And so not just in a, uh, a ministry kind of context, but also in, uh, you know, as far as work goes, as far as relationships go, just failure to transition in general. Yeah. Um, we want to go over some, you know, some examples from our own lives and to help all of you that are listening because, you know, as you are on this journey with the Lord, uh, it's going to require multiple levels of transition in your life. You know, and if you think of your life, even uh, from a young age, even in school, right, there was a transition from elementary to middle school to middle school to high school to yes. high school to maybe a trade or a college or a job or whatever, you know. And the same goes for relationships, right? You go from socializing, I guess, to courting, to dating, to you know, engagement to marriage and then into expanding the family. And so there's mm-hmm. always these transitions. Even in the marriage relationship, we see multiple transitions, right? Husband and wife, newlywed transition yes. into uh, being mothers and fathers. And it's like there's a whole nother level of, I guess we could say stressors or um, the obstacles or things to uh, uh, approach and attack together. And so there's these transitions mm-hmm. that we have to make if yeah. we don't, if we don't make them, then we're having a failure to transition. So yeah, yeah no, you're 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 correct. Uh, tr- transitions. I think if you only transition one time in your life, yeah, I think you failed. Yeah, like because like <laughs> you're like or, you failed. Well, so I, if you're listening to this, Josh says, hey, if you've only transitioned once, you get an F on your me, report card. Let me explain what I meant. You, is you if you only teacher. if you only recognize it mm-hmm. as you've only transitioned one time, right then you're not really looking at your life. Right. You're not taking a deeper look into it. Exactly. Because, I mean, if anybody was, if they have any amount of years on them, 
they're going to know. I mean, you know, people that are going to listen to this that say they're, you know, 50, 60 years old, they're going to sit there and look and be like, man, I could tell you multiple transitions exactly. that have happened in my now, life. Like, no kidding. Now, if you just so happen to be like a 15-year-old or a 14-year-old, yeah. you still got a whole life ahead of you. Right, but uh, there's still I, been transitions. There's still transitioning, yes. They just yes. might not see it. Yes, uh, but 50, 60 years uh, or 30 or 40, mm-hmm. you have transitioned right. at least three or four times right? in, yeah. in, in different si- situations and scenarios. Well, they say even in a, a um, you know, a career context that the average person, they end up changing their careers multiple times throughout their lifetime. I, oh, yeah, I know that's right. You should see my resume. So <laughs> You're like, you should see this resume. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to read this passage of Scripture. Uh-huh. Out of uh, Genesis chapter 12, and uh, it's titled uh, Promises to Abram. So here in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be blessed. You shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. Mm. And in in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he had departed Haran. Mm. And, you know, one of the things that uh, I want to point out here in Genesis chapter 12 is that, one, the age of Abram, right? He's 75 years old. Yep. So we already know that he has 75 years of equity, right? We'll use modern terms, right? He has equity. 75 yes. years of equity built, you know, relationships, uh, his family's from there, and the Lord calls him to leave his father's house, to leave the land. Like, it's not just, like, leaving his house. He's like, no, you need to leave the the whole land. Like, uh, I need you out of here. Start from scratch. Yeah, I need I need need to hit the reset button. Yeah. Right? And you need 75. to trust on me, right? Yeah. And... So he had to leave the knowns for the unknown. However, God told him what the unknowns were going to be, that God was going to bless him in it. And so he was, he was uh, fully persuaded in that. Well, he, uh, he, he, he got a promise from God. He's like, yeah. he's like, I will bless your name, and I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. Yeah. God made a pact with him. That you need to do this, and I think it's interesting that he's seventy-five years old at the time. I know thirty, forty, fifty-year-old people that wouldn't do that. Right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right? I, it like it, pick up all your stuff and move. Pick up like, all your stuff and go. move. I yeah. need you to go here, and it's like they would be like, "But what about this? And what about that? And what about you know? Yeah. All the whatabouts." And so, you know, I, I think that that goes back to kind of like the uh, the theme that me and you have hit on several other episodes is that you have to be fully reliant on the Holy Spirit. As God leads you, you have to walk in that obedience. And then when you don't, there's a failure to transition, right? Yeah. How would this story have went if Abraham did not do that? What would what would that dis that level of disobedience look like? You know what I mean? Yeah. Can I can I tell you how I think that would would look like yeah absolutely i don't think i don't think we'd have known him in the bible yeah i don't think he'd have been right. written in does yeah. that make sense because right. like because yeah. they they only know that because of, he did it. Uh, of the the greatness that transpired because he was faithful right 
Yeah. Um, it actually uh, reminds me of a, a situation in my own life. And I know, like I'm hearing myself and I know I sound nasally, so please forgive me. Uh, but there was a time I was working in a job and the, I, you were with me because you were dropping me off for some reason. I mm -hmm. think my car was in the shop. Yeah. And uh, I told you, I said, hey, um, God just told me that this place will not be here. I don't know what it means and that I have to work here until the place closes. Yeah. And that, it was it was too peculiar of a thought for me to dismiss it. Right. Because of... Um, and it was a well-known company. It was a well-known company. Yeah. They just got... Uh, uh, bought out by a, a, a huge company, mm -hmm. and so everybody was saying that this that this company would just flourish and that this place will always be here, but God told me different. Right. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm at this job. Uh, didn't like it, but I still did it because God told me to stay there until it closed down. And there was many times where I was just disheartened because I hated the job. Yeah. But, you know, it did pay my wait, bills. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. So you're telling me that God would tell you to do something that you hate? <laughs> it was a learning experience, and I did make connections. <laughs> right. Uh, but let me finish. Yeah. Let me finish. Sorry, I just had to interrupt yeah. you because so, I thought that was so a good point. <laughs> I remember one time being at your table and complaining to Abby, and Abby, being the, the woman she is, she was like, did not... She's like, didn't God tell you to stay there until it closes down? I was like, Abby, I'm going to be working there for like 20, 30 years. <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah. yeah, it was so bad. You it's, don't know what I'm going through. And, and, yeah, and she handled me with such ease to yeah. be to be 100% about it. And um, But you need those people in your life. No, you really that, do. That re-echo what God's already told you. Because when you're in the middle of it, you're going to be like, What? <laughs> You know what you 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 brought up a very interesting point. Uh, when you are at your lowest point, right? When you're at your point to where you're like, I know this is what God told me, but I do not know. I don't know if I can if I can tarry longer. Mm -hmm. You do need positive people around you, even if you do not accept their advice. You do need them in your atmosphere. Right. You yeah. do. Yeah. I, and I, to be very transparent, Abby annoyed me, yeah. but. You know what? It's not like I didn't go to bed that night thinking about what she said. Right. She yeah. did iterate it, yep. you know, and mm -hmm. she did handle me with such ease. That is a <laughs> fact. Yeah. Um, but you knew, too, when that when it did uh, close down that you were like, this is my moment to transition. I, You know, obviously, yeah, they closed, so that was it. But it was one of those things that in so many people's lives, God is calling them either saying, hey, your time is, is soon I need you to do this, and they don't know exactly when to yeah. do something. So, so let me let me just tell the the audience here. Yeah. So it was like twelve days mm -hmm. before my one year anniversary. Mm -hmm. Twelve, and you were there because yeah. you were dropping me off again. Mm -hmm. uh, and do you remember people out in the out in the parking lot? I remember that. Yes. <laughs> they, he's like. It's closing down. It's, it's pandemonium. It's yeah. just closing it down. It was like the sky's falling. Oh, you know, man. They're was, running around. It was, like, it was amazing. They're shutting it down. It was and amazing. I, I, I remember looking at you, and I was like, Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, God does. Uh, well, I'm not saying he answers. He, it, that was a prayer of mine, but he, yeah. he was faithful to what he told me. Right, yeah. And uh, two weeks prior to that, I was going up for an evaluation, and my boss said, what do you want? And I says, I'm going to work here to the place 
closes down, it's not going to be here much longer. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's giving me all these statistics on why the place was. And then when he saw me that day, mm-hmm. he was dodging and ducking me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, he was like, that's the dude that told me this. Exactly. Place was going to shut down. I just, it's like I had insider trading knowledge, you <laughs> yeah, know? It's like, how'd he know that? I even had one guy ask me, he says, man, he was like, you're on point. He was like, if you by any chance have the winning lottery numbers i'd like to know and i'm like nope yeah <laughs> <laughs> nope but but you know i was a heretic yeah for months because mm-hmm. i because you know i talked to people and i told them i was like this place is closing down no it's not you're you're ignorant and you're yep. peculiar and you're right. odd yeah and then when it started when it was um told to everybody mm-hmm. i didn't look so odd anymore yeah you know what i mean yeah and they're like uh yeah, he said that. He's been saying that <laughs> yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, and uh, they still looked at me peculiar, though, mm-hmm. because how did I know? Well, right. cause, well, when somebody asked me, how did you figure that out? Well, God told me. That was my right. response. Yeah. And so it didn't help the peculiarity mm-hmm. of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, oh, <laughs> It made oh, you even man. weirder. It did. It, like, made, now, it did. Now you've it got did. a third eyeball. It did. Like. But <laughs> but I was, I was, I was crying, mm-hmm. and... Uh, the guy said, <laughs> he said, are you upset that the place is closing down? I said, no. He says, why are you crying? I says, because God speaks to me. Yeah. Because I, I, I. It was a real humbling moment. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, uh, God still speaks to me. Because, yeah. you know, when you do a, a, a task that you absolutely despise, mm-hmm. you do feel like you're in the wilderness and God doesn't listen. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. let me, I, I just want to preface this. Mm-hmm. Because that place shut down, and because I was still employed, I was considered what you call a uh, a, a relocated or dislocated worker. Yeah. Uh, so I was able to get uh, uh, uh I, I had options to get uh health insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was able to take care of my dental surgery. That would yeah. have cost me out of pocket, uh, twenty five to thirty thousand dollars. Wow. At least, because yeah. they sent me a bill afterwards, yeah. and it was all paid because I was a dislocated worker. Yeah, that's awesome. And I was able to get that that done. Hindsight being what it is, right? Yeah. But at the time, mm-hmm. you know, I was just scraping by. I didn't quit though. Right. I did some no. complaining. Yeah. But I didn't quit. You didn't quit. That's what I'm. <laughs> and that and that's important, you know. And when God calls us into a uh, transition, and we need to make that transition, it's like whatever it looks like. If we are truly, right, if we're tru- uh-huh. truly sold out for the Lord, like we understand that we no longer live for ourselves, but we are alive in Christ and we live for Christ, right? Then yeah. whatever he's leading us into, we should do that, right? But I I, I mean, I remember me and you counseling ministers, and we'd be sitting down there talking to them, and they're like, well, I, you know, I haven't heard God's voice in forever. And we're like, what's the last thing he told you? What's the last thing? Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it was like, well, he told me this, this, and this. Did you do that? No, I didn't. Well, how about you go do that and then come back to <laughs> Let's, us, right? Yeah. And that's true. And it's, it, I mean, literally, every one of those, it's like they ended up saying that is where, that is the point. In that failure to transition, that was the moment, that was the 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 pivotal point in their in their life, in their ministry, that they did not take that transitional point and they were disobedient and that hindered them from moving forward. You know what I find interesting, though, is when you bring it up, when mm-hmm. you ask somebody, yeah, what, when was the last time God spoke to you? Yep. Mm-hmm. They know. They the, know it. They know the point. And they know where they missed they it. They know where they, they missed know. it. It's like, it's like yep. somebody wasn't like, oh, I don't know where I missed no, it. I don't it just know, huh? woke up one yep. day, couldn't hear me Oh, anymore. they know. 
they, they, they know. They know what the, the last Holy Spirit, instruction was. Yeah, was the given. Holy Spirit brings that conviction. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, you know you missed it, and you know that you're you're not making that transition, you know? Yeah. And um, I, we met um, a couple before, and their kids lived out of state, and they were praying about it. They're an older couple, and uh, as they were praying, they were like, the, I, we really think the Lord's really calling us to go go move and be around the grandkids. Uh-huh. And but they didn't want to move because of all of their friends and everything that they had back there. But the Lord was the one that actually was telling them that they needed to go do that. And it was it and I think that they, you know, that that transition point, it took them probably a year, year and a half, two years before they actually went and did it. But they were like, We have to do this. Well, yeah. And, you- yeah. And they sold everything and they went out there and they were like, then all the doors started opening from there and God ended up showing them even more of you know what he had for them, and it's it's so fascinating to me, Josh, that when you walk into one level or one step of obedience, that God gives you more opportunities to walk into more obedience, and know? and be blessed and highly favored. Right? Yeah, just like Abraham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, he had to make that he had to make that move first. Yeah. See, uh, another thing that's pretty interesting is he's having a conversation with God first. Right. And I believe if there was any. Uh, I think if there was uh, any type of uh, disagreement or what have you, it would have been it would have been documented. Mm-hmm. I think I think Abram would have been like, "Yeah," and I said this, and I was like, "But not me, God." Mm-hmm. But yeah. after all those promises given, those I mean that was the that was the best trifecta. I'm going to bless you and your family. Yep. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. Yeah. Like even he didn't even yeah, have whatever to do it looks like. Whatever, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, all I need you to do <laughs> yeah. is go to I another land. To I just, just need you to go. And you don't know, God could have asked ten more people besides Abram, mm-hmm. and they all gave him an excuse. Right. But Abram's like, I got this. Yep. I'm gonna do it. Right. I am seventy. I, you know, if I was seventy five years old, I'd be like, you know, I'm seventy five. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, and you know it's going to take me a minute to talk to my kin right now. But you know what most people do? <laughs> most Christians, this is what they'll do. They'll be like, God's calling them to go and to move and to, uh-huh. to, to uh-huh. step out, you know, and whatever that looks like, career, relationship, whatever it is. And they'll sit there and say, but God, you're God. Just mm. bless me right where I'm at. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why do I got to do anything? <laughs> or they'll need like a, a double confirmation. Yeah. Oh, you know me what I mean? Let me put this moss out here. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. I got, my, I got my felt out there. Let's see. Yeah. Like I need two deers to yeah. prance across my path. Yep. And then you have a deer prance across your path, and you're like, well, it wasn't two. You're like, oh, hmm. stop. Now, if a three-legged dog doesn't walk in front of me in the next five minutes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true, right? Yeah. Um, also, I want to I want to uh, uh, talk about some uh, verses of scripture, which is actually found in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And this is Jesus talking about the parable of the wineskin. So the new wineskin and the old wineskin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's found in Matthew chapter nine, uh, verses fourteen through seventeen. Mark two eighteen through twenty two, and Luke five thirty three through thirty nine. But I'm going to read out of Mark chapter two. They all say very similar things. But the, the point of the wineskins, here it says in Mark two twenty two, and no one puts new wine into an old wineskin, or else the new wine bursts, and the wineskin, the wine is spilled, and the wineskins are ruined. But new wine must be put into new wineskins, right? And we've talked about the transitioning, right? Transitioning from one season to another season, 
or one thing to another thing. And I feel like that is perfect with the old wine and the new wine, Yeah. right? Uh, Jesus tells us, he's like, hey, don't put the new wine in the old wineskin or it's going to burst, right? It's going to end up not being good for what you need it for. Uh-huh. And we try to do that a lot, right? Abraham could have done that. Oh, God's got a promise for me, but I'm going to stay here in this old land and have him do it here. And God said, nope, I need to do a new thing in you. Well, when you go to a new land, yep. you have to learn new things. Yep. It's it's it, it's completely out of your comfort zone. Right. And uh, anybody at 75 that's done the same thing for about 50, 60 years, it's, it's a stretch of the yep. imagination. It's that old adage, you know, you, you can't teach a new dog new tricks. No, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. You can. It just, ta- it just requires yep. more effort. Yeah. They got to want it. Saying? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, it's like the thing you can't disciple somebody that doesn't want to, and you can't stop somebody who wants it, yeah. right? How, how do you know mm-hmm. that if Abram didn't go, that yeah. his bloodline would have been, would have deceased? Right. Like just yeah. dead, null, and void. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. And, uh, you know, and I think that, that is, that's one of the points of, you know, that new wineskin transition, right? Uh-huh. And it's not in and of the self of the old wineskin. See, people look at that and they say, oh, well, the old wineskin's bad. Here's the thing. In a previous age, that old wineskin was new. So it's like you had to transition. Well, here's the, here's the thing about old wineskin. If you're still using the same wine, it yeah. doesn't matter. Right. If, if you're, you're using you, old wine, yeah. you can still put it in old wine skin. If you're using new wine yep. and you put it in old wine skin, that new wine is going to taste different. It's right. not going to taste like it's supposed to. Right. Yeah. Because it's already been marinated into yeah. a wine skin that's had yeah. old wine skin in it for many, many years. Right. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and so when God calls you to transition, uh-huh. you can if if it's an if that that older thing is in that older form, then that that's that's where it's fine. But when it's Him calling you into a new season, a new transition, and you try to bring everything old with you, that's when you have your difficulties, right? Absolutely. When Abraham left the land of his fathers, he had to not hold on to the customs that his fathers had, absolutely, nor the 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 the, the traditions that they held in those lands. He had to go and find out from new places and establish a new way. A new way. Yeah, Absolutely. in the midst of even adversity, because he goes to the land of Canaan. And listen, they were not they were not serving God. No, they weren't. <laughs> he, here Abraham is, and he is. So yeah. he's following God, and he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's a new thing. Yeah, well, a new wineskin represents a new work. Yeah. It's a new work. It's yeah. a new thing. Yeah. So, and that can be frightening. It, it, it can be. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it is. So, you know, but it doesn't it doesn't negate the fact that God told you to do a thing. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because, listen, if you risk nothing, you risk everything. Yeah. And, and that's a fact. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, it in the Bible does say, test me and see if I'm not correct. Yeah. It, it's in it's in one of those versions. Right. It's not the New King James. But right. And the thing with it is, it, it, like, people that are listening, you know, we want you you guys to, to learn from us and our experiences from what we've gone through in our life. And there has mm-hmm. been those moments that God has had to physically speak to us to transition. I know for me, going from schooling into the military, God had to tell me that because that was not in my uh, desire or in my career path, right? He hey, was like, "No, you need to go." Didn't you? Did you ever tell it? Did you? I don't think you ever mentioned it on the podcast. You mm-hmm. should tell the viewers, uh, the the listeners, mm-hmm. on what you were going to get your doctorate in. 
I was going to get it in psychology. In psychology, yeah. absolutely. Yep. I was going to be Dr. Caleb Perkins, so, psychologist exactly. extraordinaire. I'm still not calling you doctor. Oh, okay. I don't care if you get it. <laughs> so, Because um, you're always going to be Caleb to me or yeah. bro. Yeah. So, But the thing is, is, if God did not tell you that, yeah, I mean, it had to be God to tell you that because you, uh, listen, you were working on it for like six months, a year in advance to yeah. even get into the program. Right. And then what was it? It was orientation. You were like, yeah. uh, God told me while I was sitting at this desk mm-hmm. that I had to join the military. Yeah. And, you know, that was probably a shock for you, probably even a bigger shock for Abby. You know? Right. Yeah. Because we neither one of us had any idea of doing that. And it was contrary to what was happening because all these doors were opening up and see how normal people... I'll say normal people, right? They think, oh, uh-huh. well, the door's open. That means God wants me to walk through it. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's they're like, oh, well, the door's open, so that means you must go through it. Well, no, I had a full ride to go and to go that way, and I got a job, and everything was getting paid for, and it looked like that is the route that God wanted me to take, except that he told me not to do it. <laughs> he, told, <laughs> he told me. Yeah. No, just Not matter to, of fact. Don't do it. Just matter don't, of fact. No, you like, need to be in the military. Yeah, you, you need, need to, to go in the military. And I'm like, but God, that <laughs> that is not in my plan. That's not in my agenda, right? And yeah, then I exactly. had to sit there and I had to say, wait a minute. If I'm really, if I've really put myself on the altar and said, Lord, it's your life, not mine. Uh, uh-huh. Where do you want me to go? Now looking back at it, obviously I'm like, yeah, that was God's plan. You know, that's what we needed to do. And and it all worked out. But then even in the military there was a point of transition when God called me out of the military to walk into full-time ministry. And, you know, I was still doing ministry in the military. Now, I wasn't a chaplain, but I was still ministering to people. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, can, I can guarantee that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, it's like, here we go, one step at a time. One open door and one uh, level of obedience into the next level of obedience. He says, hey, here, I want you to do this. And here's the thing with life, right? You could have five open doors. Which one do you take? Which one do you take? Exactly. You better be led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because you can take the wrong door and it change and alter your life. Oh, that is true. I know such small things that I've done because the Holy Spirit told me to do them that have made tremendous impacts in my life. You know? And I could have easily just chose wrong. Could have. I'm not going to go that as drastic as that route of going to the doctorate to the military but uh, God has told me to stop my car at certain spots in the road and that I have avoided Mm -hmm. uh, horrendous car accidents yeah, because I was obedient. Absolutely, I, I, I just heard it. I, yeah. I heard it plain as day. Like, it was like, like, stop, stop, like, exactly. You telling me God tells you how to drive? See, uh, that's 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 what people that's where people go, and I'm like, why not? Exactly. Why not? Yeah. Do like, you remember, are you not a peculiar person or not? Yeah. Are you led by the Holy Spirit or not? Should He be there to encourage you or to tell you when to stop, when to go, when to move? Well, I if, don't know. I don't know if you remember this or not, but our mother used to ask God all the time what parking space yep. to to pick. Yeah. Also, there was another. Uh, I was in a I was in a uh, Walmart parking lot, and God told me to stop and put my seatbelt on. And when I put my seatbelt on, there was a van that was barreling down the wrong way. Mm-hmm. 
and and barely missed me by inches mm-hmm. like my my vehicle and the yeah. way she was driving i knew yeah. i would have been yeah if you destroyed. didn't if you didn't take that pause if i didn't take that, that yeah you would have been hit and head on collision and that's very peculiar cuz yeah. i don't like wearing a seatbelt for nothing <laughs> You're, you're like I'm nothing. I'm anti seatbelt. Oh, I'm very anti seatbelt. You put your uh, your safety of the Lord's hands, right, Josh? Uh, I, I well, it was <laughs> it, honestly, it was just too peculiar. You know, yeah. listen, if you're ever driving and you hear the words in your in your head, you feel like, and and it's peculiar to stop. You need to stop. Yeah. If if you're supposed to, I don't know, uh, get out your car and walk around it, mm-hmm. you need to get out your car and walk around it. Also, want to say something else because this is very serious. If you feel led before you walk out of your house that you need to just wait 10 minutes, you better make sure that time is 10 minutes, yeah. not five minutes right. after, yeah. not three minutes after, yeah. but 10, because I'm telling you, when you are a peculiar person, you belong to yep. people, and when you pray to God, you there is a, a it is a two-way conversation. Yeah, and he knows what's ahead of you. It, it, well, and he, he knows exactly what's what's on your path. Exactly. And he's like, yeah. hey, just take a few moments right here. And you might be sitting there going, God, why? I got so much to do. And it's like, you'll see. You'll see. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. And what's what is, think about what is 10 minutes? What is 10 minutes? What is it compared to your life but, or compared to the life of others or compared to a divine appointment in the scheme of eternity? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know how long we're running, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to share this. There have been multiple accounts of uh, people that have called off work, uh, that their work was involved in tragic experiences. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about shootings. Yeah. I'm talking about plane crashes. There have been multiple accounts of people being like, you know, I woke up this morning. I was feeling fine. God told me to stay home. Yeah. And that's the only reason I'm here today. Yeah. Is because I avoided that situation. Yeah. Because God told me to. But see, then you got the religious that are saying, but God wants you to be there and to work, and why would he call you to do that? And it's like, because he told you. Like, he told you. Oh, yeah. So if he tells you, do that. You know, maybe I'm just so simple in how I think and I approach it, but I'm like, if God said, then I'll do it. Like, that's non-negotiable to me. I'm not trying to fight God. I'm not trying to talk God out of it. Yeah. He's God. Right, he's he's, he's God. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm pretty sure he knows what he's doing. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's, yeah, he's, been, he's been doing that for a while. He's, you know, a yeah. hot minute. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> as them mutes say. Mutes, mutes. All right. Well, we pray that this episode has encouraged you. It has uplifted you, and and we more than anything, we me and Josh really want you guys to start uh, praying, seeking the Lord. Asking where are those points? Where are those uh, those transitions that the Lord's wanting you to make? You know, in ministry, in your life, in relationships, in in in, in anything, right? In whatever it looks like, like where. Thank you where so much for joining in today's to episode. That transition if you would like to learn more about Caleb Perkins Ministries, please go to www.calebperkinsministries.com. Y'all have a good day.